Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic regarding.
inhabited our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. And visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info where you can find our top news section. You can find all of my books, Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, and Food Philosophy, and our montage archive, along with our full show archive, which is now powered by Captivate through the Fringe FM. Check out the Fringe FM network website by visiting fringe.fm or the old thefringe.fm. Both those URLs will get you to the right place. And if you go to the website, look it up on your phone, you can download the Fringe FM application for free and listen to the Fringe FM 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or all of your favorite shows, including The Secret Teachings, airing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Tonight will be the first night in some time that we've welcomed a guest, and he is a reoccurring guest on the broadcast. We haven't talked to him for a couple of years. He is probably one of, uh, one of the oldest friends I have in the radio or whatever it is that we do industry. Uh, I've gotten to hang out with him a couple of times at some conferences. In fact, I was looking through his books the other day, and I just pulled them back out again, uh, the two books that I have in front of me, Future Esoteric and Modern Esoteric, written by Brad Olson, published through his company, Consortium of Collective Consciousness, which began in a warehouse, an artist warehouse in 1995. And uh, I was flipping through these books, and I went back and I looked at the, um, the little message that Brad had written on the... Uh, well, the, on the inside of the cover, and this was back in 2016. It's four years ago, and to, to me, I don't know, it just seems like uh, the last four years have been a blur, and The Secret Teachings has really taken off uh, itself. Um, I've written a number of books since then myself. Uh, Brad and I used to do radio uh, a lot, and uh, when we were on Dark Matter, and we've transitioned from there as I said, Brad and I have hung out at uh, conferences before, several conferences actually. You might have seen Brad, or you've heard Brad at least, here on the Fringe FM a number of times. He was on Lighting the Void recently. Brad was uh, recently on The Secret Teachings, but it was back in, I looked it up, April of 2019. So it's been a while, and, and the last time we spoke with Brad, he had, uh, I, I don't know exactly the exact timeline, but Brad was just getting back from Antarctica, and we talked a little bit about Antarctica with Brad and the stuff about flat earth and, uh, you know, spaceships and things like that in Antarctica. We had a really good conversation. I really enjoyed that show. If you'd like to visit his website, it's cccpublishing.com. You can find his bio page there. You can find information about the publishing company. The authors that they uh, publish, like Lon Milo Duquette, who is a regular on Lighting the Void. We've had him on this broadcast as well. Uh, others that you might know, uh, there's uh, Bruce Nor uh, Northam, Stephen Jones, Karen Tate, and then, of course, uh, another reoccurring guest on The Secret Teachings, Leo Lyon Zagami, is also published through CCC. 
Now, Brad Olson has a number of books, and uh, I've read Modern Esoteric and Future Esoteric. In fact, I read Modern Esoteric. Um, I skimmed through it a second time, but Future Esoteric, I've read through the entire thing twice, uh, several years ago. And, and looking at it right now, it's just filled with highlights. Brad's written a number of other books, Sacred Places North America, Sacred Places Europe, Sacred Places Around the World. Uh, of course, his uh, popular World Stompers, a Global Travel Manifesto, In Search of Adventure. I could sit here and name all the books, but just check out the website, cccpublishing.com. He has a new book, though, so I do want to mention the new book, Beyond Esoteric, Escaping Prison Planet, Escaping the Prison Planet. And I remember when Brad was rewriting or editing for a second edition, if I, if I remember this correctly, Modern Esoteric, and I remember when he was talking about writing and uh, finishing the Beyond Esoteric. So it's been a, uh, quite a bit of time in the process of writing the book and editing it and going through the process of publishing. And we're going to talk with Brad about Beyond Esoteric and other things tonight. We have Brad Olson on the line. Brad, how are you doing? Hey, Ryan. Doing great. Nice to talk to you again. It's been a while. It's been some time. I was saying that uh, I was looking at your book, Future and Modern Esoteric, and you uh, signed these back in 2016. We were hanging out at Contact in the Desert. You know, we've been to some other conferences. Uh, you've written all these books. You've been, on, uh, the, you've been on Ancient Aliens. You've been on all these other radio programs. You've frequented uh, uh, some radio shows of some friends of mine. Uh, and you have a new book out, Beyond Esoteric. And I wanted to talk to you about that tonight, but before we even get there, uh, running a publishing company, I wanted to ask you, with all the censorship and with all the, the, the canceling of things that you know, minor groups of people don't like, how does it feel running a publishing company knowing you can pretty much publish whatever you want? Well, that's been my uh, saving grace, Ryan, because being the owner and proprietor of CCC Publishing, I'm beholden to no one. So in this age of censorship, it's a real relief to be able to do what I want and publish whomever I see fit. I still work with a large distributor, and they advise me on new titles and even my own book titles that I want to come out with. But they're very good at helping me get through uh, the distribution channels, any dispute with Amazon or other large booksellers, uh, they've been absolutely instrumental in keeping me going. And had I not had IPG as my distributor since the 1990s, I think I would have been out of book publishing a long, long time ago. So that that's my real partner in all this and absolutely instrumental in helping keep CCC publishing going and quite frankly, thriving with this new book. It's the best book release I've ever had, already into the second printing within two months, and couldn't uh, have done it without IPG's help and everybody else out there who's read the previous Esoteric Series books like yourself and have been long awaiting Beyond Esoteric, which took me six years to come out with. And now that it is, uh, it's doing very well, and I'm very pleased with the result. I remember back in uh, 2000, probably, what was it, 17? I, I had come out to see you in San Francisco, and I remember you on your laptop one evening, and you were, well, you were editing Modern Esoteric Part 2, but you were telling me about Beyond Esoteric. And uh, it's just been a long time coming 
a lot of work went into that book. How long did it take you to actually write it, to, to gather all the information and to put it all together? Well, six years plus, I actually had a couple of chapters that just didn't fit in modern and future esoteric. For example, uh, exotic metals and a chapter on crystals, but they do work perfectly in Beyond Esoteric in a new section called Ubermind. So uh, pretty much a decade going into all three of the Esoteric series books and some of these chapters that made it into Beyond Esoteric had been worked on. Now I have to say that in that time of six years, I released five of Leo Lyonzagami's books. I did second editions to both Future and Modern Esoteric, as well as the audio book chapters, which you were instrumental in helping me with, and other projects all along the way, including the How Weird Street Fair, which I'm the founder and producer of. But in 2020... COVID took away High Weird Street Fair for the first time. We weren't able to produce our event. Got canceled six weeks before. So turning lemonade from lemons and had a lot of time on my hand, I said, okay, I'm just going to announce this title with IPG, uh, which was February 1st, only a few weeks ago, the official launch date, and buckle down and get it done. And that's what I did and spent uh, quite a bit of time in 2020 during our down months, getting this book finished. Do you, do you think uh, COVID-19, uh, regardless of what you or anybody else thinks about it, do you think that had anything to do with such a successful book launch? I think a lot of people are questioning the lockdown, the vaccines, the steps that have taken place to get us to this point, Ryan. And that has been good for business. And I think your books are all also surging as a result of people waking up. This is the great awakening and people are starving for knowledge. As they say, we're drowning in information, but starving for wisdom and knowledge. And for people like you and I with your books and your radio show, Ryan are giving people this needed filling of a void that they're not getting from any mainstream outlet. So it is a good time to be, in the truther movement, if you can withstand all the censorship that's also been thrown at us. Well, I'm looking at future esoteric and modern esoteric. I remember, and I told you this, Brad, I was, I was basically homeless, and I went to a Barnes & Noble on uh, Turkey Lake Road in Orlando, Florida, right by the Whole Foods there near Disney World. And uh, I didn't have a lot of money, but I, uh, I went in there, and I was looking at books, and I found your future esoteric book, and I, I looked at the front cover, which you do the art for, right? Yep. Yeah, you do the art for this thing. And I looked at it, and I saw all these symbols on there, and I flipped through it. And there's so much in this book, the future esoteric book and modern esoteric. And I haven't read Beyond Esoteric yet. Uh, I decided to buy it, and I tore through it. Uh, you've got everything from cryptids and crop circles to uh, you know the pineal gland. And there's just an incredible amount of information here. So... When I found your work, I, I enjoyed it because it covered a wide variety of, of subjects. And you've, you've done a great job, I think, in breaking down the topics that people enjoy uh, that seem to cross over, that aren't, aren't always in the same camp, if you will. 
Can you kind of just give us a brief overview of future esoteric, modern esoteric, and then let's get into beyond esoteric, and we can kind of break that book down and talk about what's in it. Sure, you bet. And that story you told me, and I think you just contacted me out of the blue uh, one time and said you picked up Future Esoteric and you said you're homeless without a lot of money. I'm like, man, <laughs> yeah. that guy's authentic. We could be <laughs> friends. And of course, we became friends. And also, we went out to see the uh, solar eclipse. We did, yeah. Idaho, when you were living out west here, we went and met up with my dad and my uh step uncle and that was a great trip and you and I really coalesced as uh, comrades and working together on certain projects and by then I had already released the first two in the series so it starts with modern esoteric that's book one subtitle is beyond our senses and it basically starts way back at the beginning of earth with antediluvian civilization questioning who we really are on this planet looking at the evidence of lost civilizations, moving its way up through to this modern age, all the while not shying away from the control grid, which has really kept a lot of this information away from us. And, and to me, that's what esoteric subjects are. All these hidden subjects that have not been released or broadcast out by the mainstream media, leaving little breadcrumbs for us, to piece this very complex mosaic together. So Future Esoteric then picks up, not that either book has to be read before the other, they're all standalone books as well as Beyond Esoteric. Future Esoteric gets into the alien question, which again I firmly believe belongs in esoteric questioning because here we have information that only a select few knew of, this being our alphabet agencies, NASA, never a straight answer, and a whole bunch of other very top nefarious people, such as in the um, CIA, controlling information to the um, Majestic 12 group that was tasked with keeping UFO secret, all the while looking at where is the motive for doing this. Well, they've been backward engineering technology since at least Roswell, and that's, of course, a chapter in Future Esoteric 2 about backward engineering. So when you look at the motives to keep all this secret, and as well as when you can't make sense of a story, follow the money, as our mutual friend Jim Mars often said in his talks, that you start to see why this has been bottled up for a good part of a century. Now we're coming to an age where the secret space program is becoming the sixth form of our military in Space Force, and the drip, slow drip of disclosure has become more of a steady stream. And I have to say, Ryan, you and I question the whole cover-up of UFOs and ETs many years ago. And I would say at this point, we're pretty well vindicated for calling out this whole control structure that has kept it quiet. And that's part of Future Esoteric is the secrets that has allowed this network to hold down all this information. And then the final section in 
future esoteric is utopia, and that is very practical solutions for how we can achieve a much better society going forward. And I know you have a, a small toddler son, and you wish the best for him, and we want to see humanity enter a golden age, and your son Fox to have the same opportunities that we have, and look into the future with uh, bright eyes, and knowing that uh, his father and future uh, generations will have a chance to live an abundant life, not under this new world order control grid narrative, this timeline two, where they'd be just as happy to destroy the surface planet and see us all suffer and die away from their depopulation agendas. So we're really at a crossroads right now. And I know you know this, as I do, Ryan, that we have to fight for future generations. And to me, the revolution has always been consciousness and waking people up, letting people know that this information is real. And hopefully they're good at research themselves. They just take what we give them and run with it. Now, you, and, and find it on their own. Yep. Very well said, Brad. And I want to get into Beyond Esoteric in, in detail in the next segment. Uh, but before we do that, before we take our break, I think that when you talk about fighting for the next generation as well as for your own generation and working together with current generations of, of, of various years and ages, uh, backgrounds, etc., Everybody has their own part to play in that, right? So it's not, I, I think a lot, a lot of times, and I used to think the same thing, I had to do everything to fight. But really, you, your job as a publisher, your, your job as an author and a speaker, and other people, uh, they have radio shows. Other people uh, might be uh, uh, just journalists. Other people uh, have uh, jobs where maybe they simply have time to write a blog. Uh, there are different ways in which you fight back, as you say. Uh, what do you think about that? And absolutely everyone has a role in all this. Just even waking up to the control grid that has really kept the whole of humanity down for so long is enough. Just to be aware of it is enough. Even if you're not putting yourself out there and writing a blog or even getting on social media and so many people that we know, including ourselves, have been censored on social media. So there aren't even all that many safe places that you can put yourself out there. But to those who just feel so helpless in all this, well, everybody does have a role to play, and that is understanding what we're going through and being part of the wake-up process is hugely important. And that's when people feel so helpless through all this. All I can counsel is saying, you actually have a bigger role than you know. And part of that is just being aware of how we've been controlled so much. And look, Ryan, you and I are both nonviolent people. and We be believe in nonviolent resistance. And we're not going to go out there and clash with uh, Antifa and knock heads with the cops. We're going to get slaughtered that way. And I've never advocated that. We're going to be winning this war because this, the pen is mightier than the sword. And we can do this with nonviolent resistance because the revolution is consciousness and us yes. waking up. There, there, there are a lot of people, Brad, whether they're you or their radio host or whoever, um, I, I just deal with a lot of radio hosts and authors, but there are people like you, people like myself. I think that, you know, people like you, you're kind of like a modern day 
uh, Thomas Paine, uh, people that write books like this. It's basically calling for common sense, and you're presenting the information in the books and referencing it and giving people a new way to think about things uh, with information that is very well documented, so much so that whether it's in your books or other books I've read, uh, I read things sometimes and I think to this day that there's no way that can be true. It sounds so in- incredibly outlandish, and then you go and research it and you investigate it and you find, wow, how did that not come up in class, in school? How does that not come up in daily conversation? That's an incredible piece of information, whether it's about free energy or you know uh, unidentified flying objects or UAPs now they call them. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of information out there. And uh, you've done a great job of putting them in your books, Future Esoteric, Modern Esoteric, Beyond Esoteric. Let's get into Modern Esoteric when we come back from break, okay? You bet. All right, Modern Esoteric, Future Esoteric, and Beyond Esoteric. Brad Olson is our guest this evening, a good friend of mine. His website at CCC Publishing. Is that the best place listeners can go to grab a copy of the books? That's the place to go for the books, uh, bradolson.com, if you want to learn more about me and projects I'm involved with. Brad's done uh, so much stuff, from the Howard Street Fair, Fair to publishing uh, not just his own books, but other books like Lon Milo Duquette and uh, Leo Zagami, both of which who have been on The Secret Teachings before. I'm Ryan Gable. Our website, thesecretteachings.info. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe. We're going to get into the pages of Beyond Esoteric, All the details we'll get from Brad after this. Stay with us. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, right here on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc, traditionally a time of ritual cleansing, The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support the Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Have you ever questioned the nature of your reality, of your reality, of your reality? Do you question the nature of your reality? Join me, host Jess Rogie of The Rogie Report, as we find out more about the strange reality we live in. 
here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening. With your host, Ryan Gable. You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the wheel of the year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Hi there, I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings radio show right here on The Fringe FM. On The Secret Teachings, we cover parapsychology, pop conspiracy, magic myth, health, and more. You can catch The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday after Joe Roop and Lighting the Void right here on The Fringe FM. For more information, you can visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. host Ryan Gable and you are listening to the secret teachings on the fringe FM tonight Brad Olson a good friend of mine is on the broadcast to talk with us about his new book beyond esoteric you can find his website bradolson.com cccpublishing.com I've got the first two books in the esoteric series future esoteric and modern esoteric we talked a little bit about those in the first segment But tonight, I want to talk about Beyond Esoteric. That's why Brad's on the show. We haven't done a show for some time. We talked about Antarctica the last time you were on, Brad, and I I don't know uh, if people still contact you about that. But I was also wondering uh, if people are contacting you about the content of your books, the more so we slip into a state of canceling anything and everything uh, that is interpreted as offensive or people dislike it. Do you get a lot of feedback on these these types of books or on the books written by Leo or anybody else? Oh, I get feedback all the time. For the most part, it's positive. It's uh, congratulatory or thanking me for waking people up. If you look at the reviews on Amazon, it's, it's very positive to think that people are taking this for what it is and Good. using it in their own research. Uh, you get your occasional hate letter here and there, but, uh, well, whatever. That's, that's to be expected. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was just curious if, uh, if it's been amplified, you know, I, I don't think there's a cancel CCC publishing hashtag, so that's good. 
<laughs> I hope not. Uh, <laughs> they can't do anything. That's a great thing until we see modern age uh, book burning, physically throwing books into a pyre on the street as they did in Nazi Germany. I think I'm pretty safe from all that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the power of having your own company and uh, putting in all the work and effort that you do. I think that's a, a wonderful example to anybody who's trying to either start a business or you know trying to do their own thing. Uh, beyond esoteric, though, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the sections of this book. You've broken down uh, what, what amounts to uh, probably decades and decades of radio for some people like myself, and you've broken it into three books, and then you've broken those books into segments. You've broken Beyond Esoteric into Neo-Fascism, Embargo, and Uber Mind. Tell us about uh, these sections, however you want to break it down. Uh, you you start, and we'll see what goes on from there. Sure. Well, starting with neo-fascism, a quick way to define that is, if you remember when we were in school, we would hear of fascism being defined as what Mussolini and Hitler did during World War II, which is heads of government taking over corporations. Well, now it's flipped. It's the other way around. It's it's these invisible heads of corporation making decisions behind closed doors, like a corporatocracy, kind of like a corporatocracy making decisions that uh, trickle down to the uh, courthouse local level, meaning that they now have judges in their pockets, they have local government officials in their pockets, and even police. My understanding is the military is the last holdout. Our U.S. military may be the last hope to go up against this tyranny because they've pretty much gained the system. When you own the printing press and you can create as much money as you want out of thin air, which is what they do with the Federal Reserve, uh, you can game the system any way you want. So the neo-fascism starts out with uh, a definition which our good friend and mentor Jordan Maxwell has often told us, and that is when you control uh, the levers of government, you can control just about everything else below it. So this new form of fascism starts with the Act of 1871. And when I was putting this book together, Ryan, very, very few people knew about this. It's coming out more and more so now knowing that uh, we have been in a corporate state. And as Jordan Maxwell says, you look at the capital letters on our birth certificate or driver's license, we're just chattel to this great corporate machine that has owned us and uh, trades us, even on the stock market, based on the time we're born when our parents signed that birth certificate. Little do they know, they're basically signing us over to the corporation And at that point, we can be bought and traded based on how many years of our working lives we'll be paying taxes. And you can even look at Dun & Bradstreet and follow these trades. Now, more so than ever, people are starting to understand this and wake up to the idea that ever since 1871, we have been in this corporate-dominated structure and that the presidents of the United States are really just corporate CEOs. Uh, There's been a lot of talk that uh, Donald Trump had been aware of this and was moving towards goals of 
uh, breaking up this now bankrupt corporate entity owned by foreign individuals, going all the way back to the crown, as well as the Vatican, controlling interest in the United States corporation. And by breaking up the empire of three cities, the third being Washington, D.C., foreign territory, can we now see the tentacles that have been used to control this country for the last 150 years? So So if we were to go back to the republic, then, yeah, we would have the 19th president stepping in. But with this uh, currently fraudulent election and puppet president, we're still (laughs) doing the pantomime show, Joe Biden. And uh, you know what? I yeah, I I thought, Brad, that the the situation that we're in now, I mean, did you watch or look at pictures of the inauguration? I imagine you did. Oh, it's a joke. yeah, it's it, shot at Castle Rock Studios and then partly in D.C. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, it is hilarious. It's very humorous. It kind of looks like they have the fences and they basically declared martial law and they had all these restrictions to come in and out of D.C. And I saw, you know, with the excessive military presence, I didn't see an inauguration. I, I didn't see, uh, you know, some military coup on the other side of things. What I saw was what looked like a foreign... Uh, checkmate placed against the United States Capitol. It looked like a foreign country had invaded and stolen the Capitol. And now with all the mask mandates on federal property and with what will eventually, I I think you'd agree with me, will become vaccine mandates for federal property, transportation, etc., even though they give you opt-outs for these things because they know it's illegal to force you to do it otherwise, it's almost like a foreign entity has taken over infrastructure, telecommunications, transportation, and the federal government without ever firing a shot. And it's, it's just kind of an eerie thought to me, Brad. It, it seems like a very sophisticated form of warfare. Well, you're absolutely right, Ryan, and that is what the new fascism is all about. They're doing it without firing a shot. They're controlling the greatest republic in the world by these very covert methods of taking over our country and and they very nearly succeeded and it's still the jury is out whether or not they will succeed but i think the fact that more and more people are starting to wake up to this control agenda and see the technocrats using these different methods of uh silencing dissenters like us is as if they can uh, and they would like to, believe me, they would love to get their hands on probably both you and me and get us into uh, some kind of re-education camps, if not depopulate us altogether. That is the grand plan. So we're waking up to it before they can do it. Uh, it remains to be seen if we will do it. I think we will succeed. But before we get there, we have probably the tightest control, even worse than Nazi Germany, coming down on us uh, to control just about every aspect of our lives, from our health to our freedom, now even with vaccine passports, uh, controlling us through this medical fascism we see upon us. So that's why the first section of Beyond Esoteric is devoted to this neo-fascism that we see upon us. And then using a historical perspective in the other chapters, 
in uh, Beyond Esoteric, the occult and fascism, a subject I know you're very well versed on, uh, world control, the Vatican Nazis, American Nazis through Project Paperclip. And when I say American, I do mean South America as well. MK Ultra, the mass psychosis that has been tempted to uh, get us all in line. Big Brother out of George Orwell. And then geoengineering, a way that they're mass dosing us through chemtrail spraying as well as which is, uh, a whole bunch of other things. A whole bunch of other things, which at this point is so well known. It's so public. It's astounding uh, when you when you have access to this information, even from mainline sources. I mean, I can pull up CNN. I can pull up Forbes. I can pull up uh, BBC, and I can find mainline articles where they're talking about Bill Gates in particular funding these uh, sulfur uh, spraying programs or funding some form of uh, solar radiation management programs. Uh, none of this is, is, is even a secret anymore. None of it's esoteric. Uh, it's very no. exoteric. It's out in the open, Brad. It becomes exoteric when everybody understands it. But the fact that so many people still deny that we are being sprayed, even though they can watch the skies change right before their very eyes, uh, it, it's amazing. It's, it's almost like when the first people in the Pacific were encountering boats coming over from the Europeans, even Christopher Columbus when he arrived in the Caribbean, the ships would be invisible to them. They just had no construct to put it in. And because the denial is so deep on chemtrailing and geoengineering, they didn't even see it. And even though there are, as you said, articles coming out, could dimming the sun save the earth? This is a uh, front page headline article I reprint in Beyond Esoteric with the subtitle that says, Bill Gates wants to spray millions of tons of dust into the stratosphere to stop global warming. <laughs> yeah, I've read There's that one. There's only one problem. It could also trigger calamity. Yeah, so, they say they oh, say it okay, can. Let's just do it and see if it uh, works. But if not, we trigger calamity. Yeah, that seems like a good bet to make. Yeah, don't you find that interesting? If you read some of those articles, it'll say that one of the downsides is it'll warm the planet. Like it'll actually make things warmer by blocking the sun out. Yeah. Have you read that? Oh, yeah, make it even worse. <laughs> yeah, make it even worse. So many things. <laughs> in, in other, in other yeah. words, they've operated these programs, created the problem, so it's truly global warming, and it's man-made, but it's not because you're breathing. It's because of aerosol injection programs and things like that. Exactly. And in Beyond Esoteric, I have several of the patents that have come out, several of the other ways that geoengineering is being used to control and steer the weather. I know you know about the Air Force document controlling the weather by 2025. Oh, yeah. I'm looking out my window right now, and I'm seeing chemtrails and these milky white clouds that are artificially induced. Every time a storm's coming in, you see heavy chemtrail activity. And even after it leaves, they're chemtrailing it. So that combined with using the HARP arrays to microwave and heat up the ionosphere to move around clouds. You can see how they can control the weather. And we're almost there. Four years away is nothing in terms of how long these geoengineering programs have been 
in effect in for decades. I, I remember seeing them in the 1990s. I look at old photos and see chemtrails in the 90s. So they've been doing this for quite a while, and the results are catching up to us now. And here you see the catastrophic fires out here in California. Australia had it a year ago. And it's one of those things when you spray all these uh, toxins down, some of them, part of the reason why they're doing it is they can be fire accelerants. And there is a big move right now to get people off the land. That's the Agenda 21, the Agenda 2030, to get people out of wildlands. And one of the ways they do it is they burn them out. They burn them and, out or they can they can sue farmers for patent infringement, copyright infringement for genetically modified crops, right? Bill Gates is now the biggest owner of uh, farmland, right? You heard about that? Oh, goodness. Yeah, I sure have. That's frightening. Don't you don't you love Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just put that out there one day and Bunch of libtard friends jump on me. Whoa, well, that's no different than anybody else buying up farmland. Well, yes, it kind of is because he's in with Monsanto. And right. do yeah. we really want this guy to be uh, controlling our food supply? And, of course, Henry Christensen has said, you want to control the people, control their food. There you go. I mean, it's just out there naked, raw, blatant control agenda for us to see. But if you oh, don't yeah. have eyes to see or ears to hear, Ryan, this just falls on deaf ears. Or choo- people choose just, to see, choose to hear. Even if you have those ears, yeah, and, we all have those ears and eyes. Hands over their eyes, their ears, and their mouth. See no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> right. If people are blind to it, then they'll stay blind to it. Well, look at like uh, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. They say they, they've got eight predictions for 2030. And their alignment of 2030 uh, is directly behind the Agenda 2030 of the United Nations. It's directly in league with the hive mind that Google wants by 2030. It's in line with uh, transhumanist uh, initiatives by 2030 into 2045. Uh, all these things that just happen to align in the same year, which is also you know, because of climate change and you know, we need geoengineering, they tell us the world's going to end by 2030 because of climate catastrophe. So it all aligns by 2030, and yet... You can go to the World Economic Forum website, which I'm sure you have, and the New York Times says there's no such thing as the Great Reset. The World Economic Forum uh, just wants to help you. But then I can go to their website and read that there's a Great Reset. They talk about it at big you know, events, big forums, like Davos in January. I mean, the media has such an incredible uh, power over people, even though mainstream media has been essentially dying. Uh, I find that incredible how much power mainstream media still maintains despite their, their uh, bleeding of audiences. I, why, do, why do you think that is? Is it because people hear things secondhand? Is it social media? I mean, you know a lot about marketing and, and things like that. What do you think? Sure. And I have a chapter in Future Esoteric called Media Manipulation, and in all three of the esoteric books, have a shed a very critical eye on how the media is only bought and controlled by these large moneyed interests. So if you get your news from mainstream media folks, you're basically listening to the mouthpiece of the globalists. This is how they want you to think. This is what they don't want to show you. And just remember lies by omission. What's not being told also speaks volumes. 
And there are huge, huge subjects. For example, geoengineering. You'll never see the truth of that on the mainstream media. I remember I used to be playing volleyball out at Baker Beach in San Francisco. Perfectly blue sky, sunny day. And then here come the chemtrails laying down the lines. And they turn in the white milky clouds. Turn on the uh, local news that night. And they'll just out out flat out lie and say oh yeah well some high clouds moved in today well where'd those clouds come from the tail engine of planes but of course they won't mention that so it's lies by omission and you got to start seeing through the lies okay and what they want to steer you into thinking because this is the cabal controlled mass media and if it wasn't for the internet and alternative journalism, Ryan, we would be just as blind as we were in the 60s and 70s and 80s before the internet have no recourse for looking into and uh, disseminating information out that people really know. And in your heart, you know it. You can just resonate with the truth. And so that's why the mass media is just shedding so many viewers left and right. And it's kind of funny that they're pushing so hard, of course, the mandatory vax right now. I call it the Franken-jab. Uh, they're, they're just going to go for the low-hanging fruit here. They're going to yeah. lose the last people that go for it, uh, the, the useless idiots that have gone along with it so long. And then who's left? All of us resistance people out there that aren't going to do it. Are you, are so you, it's, the days are numbered. Are you going into, we've got just a few minutes here before the, uh, the top of the hour, and we'll get into the next two sections of Beyond Esoteric, uh, speaking with Brad Olson, CCC Publishing a good friend of The Secret Teachings, and myself. We've been uh, friends for quite some time now. Uh, Brad, do you get into Morgellons in geoengineering? Do you talk about that again in that section? Well, I do, and that is the final section in Beyond Esoteric in the Ubermind section, uh, which is a double-edged sword. The things that are happening to us via transhumanism and how we're being told things about our bodies that are leading us to make bad decisions. So one of the other sections in Ubermind is about the bioterrain, is understanding the immune system and what it is to enhance our bodies uh, in a natural way, that we don't need these uh, vaccines at all. No vaccines, most if not all pharmaceutical drugs. I- I'm looking at uh, you know the first section of the Beyond Esoteric book, the neo-fascism section, uh, everything that you mentioned, and uh, in thinking about geoengineering and how you said that you can look up in the sky, you can see it happening, you can read the documents, you can hell, you can read it on CNN's website. They have publications. You've re-published uh, some of the, the 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 headlines in your book, and I, I ask the question about Morgellons because I know you that you know a lot about that. We've discussed it before, and Morgellons is just like geoengineering you can look up in the sky and see it you can look at the skin and you can see more gallons you know physically you can see it people that that have it they can feel it they can they can watch it uh just like with the great reset we can read it on the world economic forum website but we're told it doesn't exist we're told more gallons doesn't exist we're told geoengineering doesn't exist and then slowly as it's acknowledged and admitted it's like well, okay, it, it exists, but it's not being used for nefarious reasons. It's being used to fix the problem that you humans have created from breathing. I'm just waiting for them to finally acknowledge that Morgellons is real, 
but that it's the result of eating organic food, you know? Right. They'll, they'll misplace the blame once again, but it's like the old Abraham Lincoln quote. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but can't fool all the people all the time. And that's pretty much where we're at right now, Ryan. And that's why so many people are dropping out of mainstream media, or if they still do, they're just so hopelessly lost with that agenda that it, there's really nothing you can say or do to get through to them anymore. And that's basically why I had to just stop doing social media. I was doing it to try to help people wake people up. There was a golden age when you could post on a lot of things before getting taken down. Uh, and it was just trying to help those people that were slower in waking up to try to understand this stuff. Now it's there are people that will get it and there are people that will not. And we just have to accept that those people that don't want to get it, that's the trajectory they're on. And the people that do want to get it, then we'll have to work with them and, and try to make ourselves available to get this information out to them. But uh, we just have to understand that, that people wake up at different speeds, and that's just the way it is. And even if it's our own family members, uh, you can do your best to try to do it, but when they start getting upset and angry and don't want to talk about it, well, you just have to know there's a limit to how much truth a person can take and, per day. <laughs> and, and, and likewise, uh, we play our own part, as we said earlier on, and other people play their own part, and their own part might be to not participate in uh, acquiring this kind of information. Uh, I know that's a very vague way to say it, but if you read the books, Future Esoteric, Modern Esoteric, and Beyond Esoteric, you listen to the secret teachings or wherever you get information like this from that you won't get, generally speaking, in the mainstream media, uh, that is your own path, in a sense. Uh, it means that you are taking responsibility for yourself and not letting others tell you how to think, tell you what to think, etc. Brad Olson is with us this evening. He is the author of those three books I just mentioned. The new one, Beyond Esoteric. You can learn more about Brad on his website, bradolson.com or cccpublishing.com. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. And if you'd like to subscribe to the show, you can get a one-year subscription to the archive, access to the montages, a free copy of one of my books autographed with free shipping in the U.S., and access to all the digital books. It's all at www.thesecretteachings.info. There's more with Brad after this. Don't go anywhere. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books. Available in PDF and soft cover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, 
black goo and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey, Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here, reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Fringe FM, BTS is your one-stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange. Join me and co-host Black Sky Paranormals, Russ Bailey, as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, and much more. Also, we talk with profound guests, authors, researchers from all over the world, and we take your calls live on the air. Go to beyondthestrange.com and learn more about the show, guests, times, free registration for our newsletter, merch, and much more. Again, that's Beyond the Strange, Monday evenings, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And as always, stay strange. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, right here on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc, traditionally a time of ritual cleansing, The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support the Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. You're welcome. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the wheel of the year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. 
join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Where the past, present, and future all co coexist on the same timeline. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Tonight, my good friend, Brad Olson, is with us on the line, speaking to us about his new book, Beyond Esoteric. Brad is the author uh, author of uh, Future Esoteric, Modern Esoteric, Beyond Esoteric. He's also the author of a number of other books. You can find his books, his information about his publishing company, CCC, at CCC Publishing. Dot com. You can check out his personal website, bradolson.com. Uh, Brad has a, a, a huge background in a number of things, from marketing and publishing. Uh, he also has done, um, up until last year, the How Weird Street Fair in San Francisco. Uh, some of you might know what that is. When I worked it a couple of years ago, I met people from all over the country who drove out to San Francisco to attend the How Weird Street Fair. Uh, Brad has also been on television. He's been on, uh, well, the last time I saw uh, you on television, Brad, I think it was that, it was a while ago, the last time I really watched television, but you were on the uh, the show with Scott Walter, but you've been on Ancient Aliens and uh, a number of other programs, radio shows all over, not just a publisher. Uh, and I imagine that the information in Future Esoteric, Modern Esoteric, and Beyond Esoteric is really just a compilation of what you've learned over the years in your travels uh, and in the research you've done, and you've just decided to put this into uh, what I assume is uh, is a trilogy of esoteric knowledge. That's right, and this is the third and final installment. And last time I was on The Secret Teachings, we were talking about my trip to Antarctica, which I'd just gotten back from, and two years ago, boy, what a difference the time has I can't made be- I can't then. believe that. I can't even get down there right now. I can't uh, believe it's just, been two just, years. It's been two years since you, you, you got back from there. I can't believe that. Just just gotten back, like yeah. within days of two years ago. I was still in South America two years ago and had to still sell my vehicle down there and make our way back to Buenos Aires and fly out. So, uh, wow, what a, what a difference that's made. But all the... Antarctica research, including the black goo, which is something that I included in my uh, Hidden Anomalies of Antarctica presentation at conferences, and people would come up to me afterwards, oh, I heard about the black goo, I'm so interested in that. That, I do believe, is part of the Morgellons crisis, and this is going to be a health crisis that has, that's going to really uh, shock the world. We touched upon it briefly in the last segment, and I do have a section in Beyond Esoteric called Morgellon Nanobots. I don't know of any other books really out there that cover Morgellons. It is such a new phenomenon, only really a 21st century disease of the skin, and it is fully denied by uh, medical professionals that call it 
uh, delusional parasitosis. Even though you can see it, even though you can see it, I've seen it myself, but it doesn't exist. Yeah. I I just did another interview with uh, Patricia Corey on Beyond the Matrix, and we went really deep into Morgellon. She was very interested in the subject, and she just emailed me pictures of uh, some of her listeners sending in images of uh, doing the red wine test, holding the red wine in your mouth, seeing what you spit out. And this woman had a, a, a Morgellon fibers, even though she has no outward signs of it, with a big metallic chunk in it. So what the, the Morgellons is doing is taking in all of the heavy metals as well that we have ingested, again, from chemtrails. There's a great video series. I hope it's still up on YouTube, but probably not, by Sophia Smallstorm who would oh, yeah. measure the rain every time it would rain heavily after chemtrailing and find the Morgellon fibers in there. So we know it's being rained down on us uh, through the chemtrails. And other people like Mike Adams, the health ranger, have dissected McDonald's uh, chicken McNuggets, for example, and found these red and green strands in the food. So we're also being tainted with food products as well. Yeah, I so, saw, I don't mean to interrupt you, Brad, but I saw it in uh, uh, Elena Freeland's book, uh, David Icke's book, and yep. I, I know that uh, you've talked about it, of course, before. Uh, in my book, The Technological Elixir, which I've got the uh, the new edition coming out soon on the secretteachings.info, I, have a, I've, I had a section when I first wrote it, but I expanded it on black goo, uh, on on the subject of uh, nanotechnology, and what I was thinking is that Morgellons in relation to geoengineering is is kind. Of, there's got to be a crossover between that and neural dust, uh, or what people call smart dust, and uh, Google's plans with Ray Kurzweil to literally. He said he wants to infuse all organic matter with nanotechnology so that they can literally control it. With you know, starting out with electrocuticles. Uh, going down to you know uh, uh, an even smaller level, and literally controlling things directly, uh, sending and receiving information, and l- connecting everything to a, what amounts to a digital subreality. Um, I think all of that is intimately connected. Uh, if you separate it, it's kind of like the Manhattan Project with the compartmentalization. But when you look at it all together, you realize, oh, that's an atomic bomb. You're like, oh, that's a digital subreality. What we're looking at here is the eradication of organic life and the replacing of it with synthetic life. That's at least what I've seen through uh, my research onto the subject. And that's what the black goo and Morgellons have in common, is that it is a new form of synthetic life. That's why I put it in Beyond Esoteric, and that's the title suggesting that no 19th century occultist could believe the world that we live in today with this forced transhumanism and a literal transforming of the human body. I would say we're moving towards human 2.0 and all this, Ryan, that we're not going to be the same kind of human beings after all this that they're doing to us. We're, we're literally being terraformed in a way that is a page out of some weird science pulp fiction book that uh, is being done to us without our knowledge. Uh, The reason I put the black goo material in my Antarctica talk is because there is an island down near Antarctica called Southern Thule Island, 
It is one of the most southernmost uh, extremities in the world. One of the hardest places to get to as well. And there was discovered a cave that contained the black goo in a state of frozen stasis. And it was placed there because it wasn't meant to be released. And when it's frozen, it can't reproduce and create havoc. I'm not sure if you know this, Ryan, or if you saw my talk on Antarctica, but a lot of black goo researchers, and you know Harold Kotzvela, we did an interview with him, yes, as well as others who have been on the BASIS project with Miles Johnston, have stated that the real reason of the Falklands War was not to create uh, these colonies back for Britain of some breakaway Argentinian republic, but to get down to southern Thule Island and to get to the black goo, which was being studied quite respectfully by the Argentinians in the 1980s when the Falkland War broke out. And a little-known fact, the surrender flag for the entire Falkland Wars occurred right offshore at South Thule Island. That's where they signed the surrender declaration. It was given up without a fight. There were only about a dozen researchers down there at the Corvet Uruguay base, which, by the way, after the Falkland Wars, the next year, the Brits just destroyed, got rid of it. Now ah, we don't need this base here anymore. They took the black goo up to the UK, and in the Marconi laboratories were attempting to understand it, backward engineer it, try to control it. Well, it got loose. It got loose in a big way in the 1980s and ended up in the sewer system of London. And it was said by the ETs that were monitoring this situation, according to Alec Newwald, who did a series of articles in Nexus Magazine and elsewhere called Coevolution, that if this were to get out, it would wreak havoc on the populations, not only humans, but other animals. And isn't it interesting that Morgellons is now popping up in animals, in pets and farm animals as well. I think it's recombining with some of these nanobots to create this phenomenon that we now see. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, the story that you just told, and uh, there were a few things there that I did learn I didn't know. Uh, the story that you just told and the, the kinds of things, when I go back and I listen to my radio show, Brad, I think, wow, uh, if, I, if I didn't you know, know any of this stuff, I would think that this guy's crazy. Uh, but then I, I look at the information, and it's really hard not to, um, at least not to question uh, reality, let's put it that way, or at least what we call reality. And so I think, and uh, I know that you don't necessarily cover this in your books, but I think of movies like Overlord. There's a new movie that came out. I think of movies like Alien uh, or the prequels like Prometheus, uh, District, mm -hmm. District 9. And I mean, the list, as you know, Brad, it goes on and on and on and on. I, I put a lot of this in my uh, technology book, The Technological Elixir, uh, from Event Horizon uh, to, uh, you know, uh, basically like kids' movies even. It's in kids' movies where this black goo... And it always it's present and it always relates to some form of transmogrification. It always relates to some form of biological to synthetic transformation. Um, well, let me ask you, what is your take on that? How, why is it so prevalent in entertainment, especially if what you just explained 
people, let's say, they, they just think, well, that's just a made-up story. Okay, why is it so prevalent in all the entertainment we watch? Like, literally in everything from a Lady Gaga music video to the top Hollywood movies to the most obscure TV shows. It's everywhere. It is everywhere, and this has to do with our free will. This has to do with putting stuff hidden in plain sight. This has to do with when they impose upon us this occultist New World Order agenda, that they do have to announce what they're doing, but in very hidden overtones, that being through all the Hollywood uh, creations and so forth that you just mentioned. And by doing so, then they are free to unleash this upon an unsuspecting public saying, well, hey, we did announce it through movies and videos and so forth. If you weren't paying attention or you didn't know what you were looking at, well, that's your fault. And it also but prevents heads up. And so this is part of how the workaround of what is popularized in the TV show the in Star Trek called the Prime Directive. But this is the workaround that you cannot interfere with an evolving civilization such as ours. But when you do it, and you do it in, in these uh, masked ways, then you can infiltrate a civilization with something like Morgellons and recombining with the black goo. Well, that, That's how I think they're doing Yeah, and you know what? Another, another component of that, uh, a more exoteric component, I think, is um, I think of Nuremberg. I think of the legalities of it, of some of the things that are being done. I think a great example of that would be, let's say, wearing a mask. Let's say you wore a mask and you were getting on a plane or going to a business, and it, it really made you sick. You c couldn't breathe in it. You got a headache. You passed out. Now, you can't really, mm. you can't really sue now because in the executive orders and the store policies, the airline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, they give you options to opt out. And since you, you are not made aware of them, but they're there, they're present, so... I'm not a lawyer, but I imagine it would be much more difficult to sue those entities because they told you up front, you don't have to do it. But if you put the mask on, then, you know, you're acquiescing and this essentially becomes legal. And I think that's another part of it. It's kind of like, again, with Nuremberg, uh, with with forced vaccinations. They can't prove that they're actually safe with using anything except for words, clever wording and psychological manipulation. But since you accept it, it, it kind of becomes legal. It's different than taking somebody off the street and forcibly vaccinating them when you coerce people into doing it. And I think, Brad, uh, in league with what you're saying, I think part of the exposure of this is, hey, look, this is what we're doing to you. We presented an entertainment. If this ever did go to some, I don't know, world court, let's say, uh, you can't really prosecute these people, at least um, at least conceptually. Uh, theoretically, you couldn't prosecute. You couldn't do anything to them. They told you what they were doing to you. They told you how they were abusing you, using you, stealing from you, how they were killing you. Does that make sense? Oh, of course it does. And look, they're very, very clever in covering their tracks and giving themselves ways out if they ever were to uh, be tried, as you say, uh, on their crimes, which is, is very difficult to even get it to that point. But if they were, they always have a backstore way out. And look what Dr. Doublespeak, Anthony Fauci has said about masks back in August 2008, this is coming out, that bacteria were the main culprits in the wrongfully named 1918, quote, Spanish flu. I put quotes on that. 
because it certainly was uh, introduced by our soldiers in World War One, going over to Europe, in which then it was released, and they obviously like to find another scapegoat, uh, calling it the Spanish flu. But that pandemic and mask wearing was most certainly contributed to their growth. So it's the bacteria that will accumulate on the mass that's going to be the real uh, killer culprit. And as you said, there's a backdoor for that. Well, you didn't have to wear the mask, but you did because everybody else was. Uh, how insane is it that we're choking ourselves from oxygen, which we need in our body and our brain to exist, and wearing these dirty masks which accumulate bacteria and don't even do anything to keep out viruses that uh, they're claimed to be. And now Biden on Drudge Report the other day saying, oh, we're going to have to mandate masks for another year and a half. It's just insane the way this is going. Well, let me let me let me ask you this, Brad, um, in the first section of Beyond Esoteric neo-fascism. People are very quick to use the word fascism. And you have uh, Vatican Nazis, American Nazis, uh, two of the, the chapters in that section. Uh, and I know you and I have had this conversation before. I think you, you'll probably pick up where I'm going with this. But we're very eager to use the word Nazi, uh, or the abbreviation Nazi is National Socialist. We're very eager to use the word fascism. But we don't, we don't typically think about communist dictatorships. I know you do, but not a lot of other people do. They don't think about the 60-plus million slaughtered or starved to death by Mao Zedong or the 30-something million by Joseph Stalin or the millions by Pol Pot and others. And um, I don't know if you know this story, but briefly, uh, real quick, I read a, I read a book uh, by Frank Decoder, really great book series on the communist revolution in China, a three-part series. Uh, I read it, Brad, one of these books, Brad, right before this all began in, in 2020. And uh, I, as this was all happening with Fauci's mask mandates, uh, as he was recommending to have mandates uh, in the states and federally, I remembered something I read in the book. And I go back and I read it. It was in the early, uh, mid, mid to late 40s, 1940s, early 50s in China. And they told the people of China, Brad, that there was a huge biological attack carried out in places like Manchuria and other parts of uh, the countryside. And they, uh, the Americans and other countries had dropped these insects, uh, flies, etc., all over the countryside, and they were spreading disease. And the people that would go out and clean the cities and clean the countryside uh, in these like little military-like work brigades were spraying toxic chemicals everywhere. Uh, a lot of the cities used up an entire year's worth of medical supplies in a few weeks. And what they made people do, and this is well-documented history, they made them wear masks, social distance, quarantine themselves, and lock down. And, of course, you know, ha make, make sure you stand six feet apart. If you don't, then the local cadres come after you and, and beat you up. Uh, but that was in the early 50s, late 40s in, in uh, communist China. Uh, in 1952, Beijing made the official announcement. A couple of years later, Brad, they announced all of it was just a lie. They, they actually announced that in China years later in the, in the late 1950s. But despite the fact that they announced it was a lie, a lot of those draconian measures still to this day, despite the pollution and things like that in China, the mask wearing went back to the 50s based on a lie about disease. I find that very interesting why we don't necessarily know about the history of communism and its relationship to certain groups of people as much as we do about Nazism and fascism, and communists can also be fascist, I just wanted to get your take on that. Why do you think that is? 
It reminds me of Bill Clinton apologizing for the uh, Tuskegee experiments in the 1930s, where they intentionally infected huge amounts of people, mostly poor black people in the South, Mm -hmm. uh, with various diseases. Oh, he apologized. Well, I guess that makes it all better. Oh, they... uh, changed their policy or, or they said that they did something wrong in China. But, but the, the, the point is these programs continue to exist. They may apologize. They may backstep a little bit, but that doesn't change the fact that they're still doing things on an industrial scale to us. And that's what I find really frightening uh, it doesn't matter if they apologize about Tuskegee. Well, they're doing other things like chemtrailing us with other kind of uh, nanobot particles, for example. So who's going to apologize 50 years from now about what they're doing to us today? See, that's my point. What about what's going on right now? It doesn't matter if they backtrack. Uh, they're still doing it. And that's what we have to call them out on and be vigilant in uh, showing the public what's happening to us today. Do, do you think there's a specific reason though, that what, that we don't really talk about uh, uh, communism in the sense of, of a totalitarian state like the Soviet union or something in the mass murder in relationship to Nazism, because a lot of the same tactics that the Nazis used uh, the communists also used or whatever you'd like to call them. Uh, and, and they sure. are being employed to this day. And there's just something weird about that. Like we can't, use that word like it's offensive or something or you can call yourself a communist but not a nazi i'm just curious to know why why that is you think well so many americans died fighting against the nazis in world war ii and that gave them that black eye but communists while it comes from communalism which could be a good thing they think but communism now, you can see it's it's infiltrating into this country too, right? In so many ways that we we can see right before our very eyes, from the stolen election to how they want to strip us away of owning possessions. Did you see that PSA announcement on uh, the Davos website where yeah. you'll own nothing and you'll be <laughs> happy about it? So they're trying to project this whole uh, notion that we're just going to be these little cogs in this great big system and not own anything and certainly take away guns in any way we can defend ourselves and be happy about it. Let's just take a Soma pill and just check out and just be happy. Can't we do that? Well, and then what happens is you become obsolete and machines take your place in a way that we can't really fathom, I don't think, even today. I mean, we use computers and use machines, but we're talking about replacing human beings with machines. And the last year has shown us that a lot of people who are not considered essential can lose their jobs, get on government assistance, you know, take advantage of emergency funding. But ultimately, that funding is removed and cut out. And if you don't have money saved or people you can rely on, what happens to you? I mean, we're in such a dangerous position and again, I, I ask you that question about fascism and communism because regardless of what you call it, it's the same authoritarian state. Uh, some versions of it are more intense and more severe than others. But I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the, the section of your book, Embargo, 
from Beyond Esoteric, and you have those uh, famous three alternatives in there for a chapter, alternative one, two, and three. And I believe the third uh, alternative is, is like a breakaway civilization. It's like the ultra-elite, and then the rest of us left on Earth with Matt Damon in that movie Elysium. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the prospect of alternative three is the elite just go off planet and leave the rest of us on a smoldering post-nuclear war planet or they scurry underground into their bases which is alternative two and we're seeing a lot of information about the underground bases coming out now too and when i did a chapter on it in future esoteric a few years ago that seemed to be something that triggered a lot of people thinking well how can you even say that exists and well continuity of government they've been burrowing down there since the cold war era officially now, yeah officially yeah, yeah. well I'm, that's I, right i just opened i'm sorry i just opened your book up future esoteric and you've even got the patent number in there for one of the air force boring machines there you go and what's the air force doing creating <laughs> right. underground base is another thing that's right. really strange about the whole thing yeah I know it's 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 bizarre. Future esoteric, modern esoteric. This is a beyond esoteric, though. Where can listeners get this? We're going to take one other break, one short break. Here we'll come back and we'll get into the rest of it. I'll kind of give uh, give you the floor, Brad. But beyond esoteric, where can listeners get a copy of this? Is there a way for them to get an autographed copy uh, directly from you and CCC? That's the way to do it. Is go to cccpublishing.com and those books ordered come right through my office, and I can sign them if they're one of my copies uh, on the way out. Otherwise, they're available all, all over the place. I always recommend people go to their local bookstore, support small businesses rather than going to the uh, conglomerate to be re- un- unnamed, uh, massive online retailer. I will. Instead. Yeah. Yeah. Supporting small businesses, supporting businesses like yours. Yours has been around what now twenty six years. Yep. CCC Publishing. You just began in like an, an a warehouse, just an art warehouse, right in San Francisco. That's right. That's how the How Weird Street Fair began as well. Yeah, and that's very humble opens. That's how the largest set. Yeah, and that's how this show started too. I just started uh, volunteering at a radio station, and it turned into it turned into this, and I've gotten to meet people like you. Uh, our friend Jim Mars, uh, people like uh, uh, Jordan Maxwell, uh, Clyde Lewis, who now we do a lot. We just did our Super Bowl show the other day. Um, as we go to break here, I, I had to mention something to you, Brad, that's unrelated to your book. Uh, and it's about the, uh, the Havana syndrome in Cuba uh, that a lot of diplomats faced. And I remember, I think it was 2017, you, me, and Clyde Lewis were in studio in Portland for ground zero, and we all sat there, all three of us sat there and said the diplomats in Cuba were likely the victim of some form of sonic microwave attack. And I'm sure that you've right. seen this, but three years later, although the media said that's not possible, we didn't find a weapon, so it can't be real. Now the official U.S. government report is that it was caused by directed microwave energy weapons. Three years, well, well four years later now, and we've, we were vindicated. But I just remember that show and uh, I was hoping sure. that you had seen that. Oh, absolutely. And once again, the esoteric becomes the exoteric. And so many of these things that we've talked about for years, Ryan, are now coming true. And it actually delights me when it happens, not to say, hey, I told you so, but just that people are waking up and starting to get it. It kind of reaffirms that, that, uh, that you're not so crazy. Yep. 
<laughs> I never thought I or yourself was crazy, but uh, that we're just understanding things in a different way before a lot of other people did. Yeah, that's and, a, but now that's that's changing. It's a better way to look at it. It's changing because of people like you, Brad. I really mean that. Future esoteric, modern esoteric, beyond esoteric. CCCpublishing.com, BradOlson.com. Brad Olson is our guest this evening. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. You can check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. You can subscribe to the archive to get access to all of our shows. The archive is now powered by Captivate. You'll also get access to the montages, my digital books, and a physical copy of one of my books. You can order a copy of Beyond Esoteric tonight. Grab a copy of one of my books, like The Technological Elixir. I also talk about more gallons and black goo. And uh, they'd make great gifts or just a gift for yourself. CCCpublishing.com, thesecretteachings.info. I'm Ryan Gable. There's more after this with Brad. Don't go anywhere. could listen to this and again you know people say david has no evidence david has no evidence but i hate this channel or you could listen to the secret teachings with myself ryan gable five nights a week on the fringe fm and join us to explore the outer limits of history symbolism parapolitics and more we'll explore a little of everything but don't take my word for it i'm kind of like you i'm a last of a dying breed a generalist that's the secret teachings.info and the fringe fm If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.com thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM but most importantly it supports you. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc traditionally a time of ritual cleansing. The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support the Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. 
Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the wheel of the year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact The Secret Teachings, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com and check out our website at thesecretteachings.info for our show archive, the montages, my books, and more. And you can also download The Fringe FM application for free on your iPhone or Android phone. Uh, what people call smartphones, I call them dumb phones. You can download it, though, for free, and you can listen to The Fringe FM anytime you want. You can also listen to on-demand shows, and you can uh, scroll through there, and I believe there's an option to send us a um, an audio file uh, of what you think of the network. I think that uploads directly to uh, The Fringe FM server, so that's kind of a cool little feature. And again, that is free to download. Just visit fringe.fm or thefringe.fm, The Fringe FM app, in the application store. Our guest this evening, a good friend of mine, Brad Olson. He's the author of numerous books. He's been on TV shows like Ancient Aliens, radio broadcasts like Coast to Coast, and so many others. He's been with us. Uh, We've been talking and been friends for about five years now. We first met each other at uh, a Contact in the Desert event, the conference back in 2016. We first met uh, I have both of Brad's future and modern esoteric books here, and uh, I had looked at them before the show, and I had highlighted so much stuff in these books, Brad. Uh, I really learned a lot uh, initially in my first couple of years of radio. I learned a lot from reading your books, uh, and I think you'll probably take this as a compliment uh, alongside of people like our our friend uh, who's passed on, Jim Mars, and alongside of people like uh, David Icke, who we had an, op- an opportunity in San Francisco one year to go see. Um, and it's really cool that we can we can play the part that we are ordained to play, and we can support and help the people that are willing to uh, help and support us 
we work together symbiotically and we can we meet and we we can talk with and become friends with some of the people that have inspired us uh, and I think that's so cool and I think it's it's a really really powerful uh, human component to learning about the occult and learning about the esoteric in this context uh, you're absolutely right and it's the age we live in it is the greatest time to be alive to see all this happening and the downfall of the cabal the the, the these this nefarious group that has had an iron grip on humanity for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And to see this whole network start to come apart and in a small part by our research too. And and the people like said, Jim Mars and David Ike, those before us who we've had the great opportunity to meet and see speak. It's just this convergence of the zeitgeist of ages that we're in right now, Ryan. And now that I've got the uh, second printing of Beyond Esoteric, I finally have some extra copies. I'm definitely going to send you a reviewed copy of Beyond Esoteric. And you know what? We've only scratched the surface of a lot of the contact in the books. And I sure would like you to take a look at this and mark it up as you do. And uh, <laughs> we can come back in a couple months and talk about some other things we didn't get to. Yeah. Yeah. I have a uh, modern esoteric here. I remember when I gave you this book, we were um, at one of the, the events at contact in the desert. <laughs> and I had all these like pink, yellow, blue, green, uh, purple little tabs. <laughs> yeah. I marked it up pretty good. I've got highlights and little sticky tabs. I'd love to mark up the new book, Brett. I appreciate it. You sure will. And I'd love to get, technological elixir in the new edition because you and I share so many common interests and we actually even write similar in our books. So I really appreciate your research, Ryan, and all you've done for the truth community and getting this word out through your radio show and through your books. It's just amazing how much you've done at such a young age too. Yeah. I remember one time, uh, I appreciate the kind words. I remember one time uh, we talked with, uh, Scott Walter and you made that comment or something about my young age and I just look back on that time and I thought I was like 25 24 25 when I did that interview and uh, I consider myself to be blessed to know uh, people like you and to know people like Scott and to know you know people with big names and small names alike uh, it's such an, an incredible community to be a part of and despite what people on the outside might say about those of us who would like to learn about everything uh, it is one of the most humanizing and one of the most empowering things you can do is opening your mind and learning about anything, uh, whether it's the esoteric, which includes anything and everything, or it's just an isolated topic. Maybe you want to learn about health or you want to learn about, uh, you know, something to do with uh, history. It's just there's so much information available and you can virtually become an expert on anything uh, with access to the Internet. And before that, it, it was really just the, the kinds of books that you write, Brad, the kinds of things that I do. Uh, and now with the Internet, we can combine all this together and reach more people. And my point is just it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and I think that really is the solution, the, the true solution, the general uh, solution to any and all problems that we face is just the sharing of information, uh, trying to be objective and making connections in community. You're sure correct on that, Ryan. And unfortunately, there has been a, a large censorship campaign that some of the resources that I've cited in my books, and I'm sure you've probably experienced this as well, are just gone. 
So the one good thing about having a book in its physical form is unless they round us up and clear out our bookshelves, you'll always have that physical book as a reference. Right. And uh, we thought with the coming age of the Internet that a lot of these uh, websites and, and online articles might be the death knell of print media. And certainly it has for newspapers and magazines. But books have shown their resilience and people actually like to hold it in their hand. And as you do, you mark it up and you put your tabs in there and you use it for reference and you pull it out years later and, and you still have that knowledge at your fingertips. And that's why I think books will never really go away, that they always will have that place. Ever since Gutenberg invented the old printing press, it's been one of those great inventions for information and a receptacle of knowledge that will continue on through the generations. It, it is a receptacle of knowledge, and I'm just you know feeling these books, your books, any book I have. I have a huge library. You can feel the energy in it. At least yep. I can. I, it's just it's it's powerful, especially when you read the book and you tag it and you highlight it and you learn about it. It becomes a part of you. It becomes part of your energy, and uh, it's very very powerful. That's why I don't know about you, but I I have a hard time getting rid of books. I don't like getting rid of books. Oh, I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> Well, t tell us about Beyond es Esoteric, because this is not a book that I'm getting rid of. This is a book you're going to be kind enough to send me a copy of. I can't re uh, wait to read the whole thing. Uh, the section embargo, we didn't talk a lot about that in the last segment. We got more into Ubermind because of the line of uh, conversation. But uh, tell us about embargo, or it's your book. Take us where you want to take us. Uh, tell us what's in this thing and, and, and why listeners might be interested in reading it. Well, the section embargo comes from the truth embargo, and that is another way of saying all these uh, subjects that have been withheld from humanity. It comes from Stephen Bassett, who is the only lobbyist in Washington, D.C. for UFO truth. And I know Stephen, he's introduced me at some of my uh, lectures and great guy fighting the good fight and wanted to give him the props and his own website and his own uh, newsletters are now harder and harder to find and get. So I wanted to use beyond esoteric as a way to platform a lot of people and give them the, the eternal voice within a book that uh, now that we see how vulnerable online content can be to have it in that receptacle of a book form. So, Embargo pretty much covers a lot of these subjects pertaining to UFOs, but also I have a chapter in there called Suppressed Human Technologies. Uh, we didn't get into the elongated skulls or the giants. Uh, uh, much of our suppressed human history includes human-like entities that are very different from us in many ways. And well, maybe we can save that for another interview, Ryan, because I do want to send you this copy and let you see for yourself uh, the full extent of the contents of this new book. Yeah, I so so much appreciate that, Brad. Uh, I remember when we did go see the eclipse, you mentioned that earlier, uh, we had went to Craters of the, the Moon, which is in like southeastern Idaho, and that whole trip we were driving in your uh, your little bug car, and we uh, we were talk, yeah. talking about the giants <laughs> 
and uh, your experience, uh, you had gone to some uh, museums and you had spoken to some of the people working there about the giants and the bones. And I mean, the, the history of that is, is just beyond fascinating, beyond esoteric, if you will. There, there we go. <laughs> there's so much information, and there have been so many great books written on the subject. It really is astounding that more people don't know about it because it's, it's very well documented. Very well documented and very well known. And I think it's one of those subjects that will become exoteric. It will become widely known once more information comes out or people start reading this kind of information that I provide and beyond esoteric, that uh, we have a different kind of history, one that has not been fully explained and told to the people, but that's all going to change, and, and that's a good thing. Um, I just got a text from Kerry Cassidy that Trump got acquitted today, and now I think we're going to start to see the real fireworks. You know, next month in March, the Ides of March, this is a period of great change. This is when uh, the Caesars, Julius Caesar was assassinated and when Rome changed its whole structure. And I think we might still see that in America. We could see some very esoteric moves in Washington, D.C. And maybe that's going to go back to a bird sanctuary. You know, what? before Washington, D.C. was drained, it was really a swamp. It really was and a swamp, it yeah. It was a sanctuary for birds. It was an estuary. Maybe that's what it needs to go back to, move the capital somewhere else, because it's foreign land and it's foreign controlled as part of the Empire of Three Cities. And we've talked about that before, how uh, we are the military control, the city of London, which is in the London proper, but a one square mile has its own mayor, its own laws, its own rules, is where all the big banks are. That's control of finance and of course the vatican within rome within italy but it's its own entity as well this was the control mechanism of the western hemisphere for many many years and now we're starting to see it crumble so it's a great time to be alive ryan really great to connect with you again and always look forward to our next talk yeah, absolutely, Brad. Let me ask you uh, maybe one, maybe two more questions about Beyond Esoteric. And uh, I want to know if you learned anything that just blew your mind writing this book that you just can't, you can't get over, you keep telling people. <laughs> well, it's a lot of things that I do talk about in my interviews or my presentations. As you know, I came back from Antarctica just blown away from what that landscape is down there, how it seemed like such an alien planet. Right now, uh, people are starting to leave Antarctica, and by the end of March, it'll be a vacated continent again. We think of the world as being so greatly overpopulated. And I remember when you and I were driving back from the eclipse into Oregon for our uh, interview with Clyde Lewis, and you're saying, look it out there, there's just miles and miles of land, and <laughs> oh, we're so grossly overpopulated, and it's not. It's not that way. In fact, the planet is mostly water. We live on an ocean planet that 79% of the surface is covered in water. It's only 21% are land masses, and of those land masses, one of them, the fifth largest continent in the world, Antarctica, it's going to be down to 1,000 people in two months on the entire continent. 
So there's plenty of landmass that is not overpopulated. But what do the globalists want to do? Pack us into cities, get us even more densely populated or start reducing numbers. So one of the, the big breakthroughs, uh, of course, all my Antarctica research is in Beyond Esoteric uh, as it pertains also to the Nazis and their interests down there, but also how overt this control agenda is to control the human race. And it's almost like we just have this narrow window of opportunity, Ryan, to make a change, to get people to understand what's really happening. And we still have the freedom to speak on your show right now. And while we have this narrow window of opportunity, we have to make the most of our time and do our very best to try to educate ourselves and strengthen ourselves and how much of this is coming in to our physical body and how we've been really misunderstood what the immune system is and what the terrain of our gut is all about and how we can really heal ourselves naturally and healthily without all these allopathic medicines and vaccines altogether. So that's that was kind of my threshold moment is uh, – just seeing how intense this control grid really is around us. Yeah, absolutely, Brad. Um, in fact, my my partner Hope is sitting here listening, and she was giving you a little round of applause for the gut the gut comment. She loves uh, studying gut bacteria, microbiome, and all that stuff. So, uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, that is a really important thing, and uh, not many people talk about that outside of you know medical uh, communities. So, I'm glad that you included that. Uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you is. I'm getting a laugh out of it, although I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but the Lego guys that you included in Beyond Esoteric and that progression, <laughs> yeah. was that was that your idea, yeah. or did you see that somewhere else? Because these guys look like this look as happy police officer, Lego man, and he's got a smile, and then he goes from wearing like a nice hat and a nice little uniform to full military attire and a, and a real nasty look on his face, these Legos. And and that should tell you how deep the social programming goes. When we played with Legos as a child, yeah, we have a, a happy police officer that doesn't even carry a gun and still wears his police cap to now full riot gear, frowning police, and children should accept that as normal. That's the kind of future they're projecting on us. And there you can see the social programming, how blatant and in your face it is. But unless you're there to see it, unless you're there to understand this whole concept of hidden in plain sight and how they roll out these agendas in these very subtle ways, you're not going to spot it. But I'm glad you brought that up, Ryan, because, yeah, those Lego uh, characters do show the progression into a police state. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. I guess uh, the the fourth Lego man here with the uh, the riot gear, he's there to protect people from wearing uh, who are, are wearing masks from people who aren't wearing masks because that's that's the most important he's he's wearing a shield so that's good yeah right, beyond esoteric a spit shield yeah yeah spit shield beyond esoteric that's the book brad olson the author he's also written other books you can check it out at cccpublishing.com bradolson.com anything else brad oh just so happy to reconnect with you ryan you're usually on my a list i would have Gotten you a book right away, but uh, having a really good surge of sales right out of the gate with Beyond Esoteric. So uh, happy to get you this copy now and uh, 
can't wait to read your second edition of Technological Elixir. I mean, we're so much alike in our subject matter and our interests. So uh, great to see you pursuing your uh, author career as well. And uh, till the next time, I look forward to it, Ryan. And maybe we can take a trip again to- together someday. <laughs> yeah, let's let's try to think about that. I'm I'm uh, I'm glad that you're doing well considering everything that's uh, been going on. I know some things in your personal life. I'm glad everything's going well with with you, with the publishing company, with the books. Uh, and I will absolutely get you a copy of the technology book out uh, as soon as I get the uh, the new published copies. I'll even send you the uh, the new Occult Arcana as well. It's a huge book, and I've re-edited some of it and added a lot more to it. Uh, I'll shoot that over to you as well. Thank you so much, Brad. Oh, you bet, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. All right, you have a good night, buddy. All right, bye-bye. You too. All right, there goes Brad Olson. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, and we're just about out of time. On the Fringe FM, five nights a week, that's where you can find us, our website, thesecretteachings.info. If you go to the website, you can donate $40 right now. We're just doing the one-time donation. And uh, you can go and you can subscribe for the uh, monthly or the yearly, but we're doing a $40 donation so you don't have that monthly charge or that yearly charge over and over again. Forget about it. $40 for a one-year subscription to the full archive. The montages, my digital books, and a physical copy of one of my books. Free shipping in the United States. You can also use this to renew your yearly subscription, and we do ship around the world. www.thesecretteachings.info Again, I'm Ryan Gable. Brad Olson, our guest this evening. Go check Brad's work out. It's really worth your time, and it's worth the money. Modern esoteric, future esoteric, beyond esoteric. Stay with us on the Fringe FM. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on the Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.